What up, y'all? This is Brittany. I'm Mandisa. And I'm Jamal. And we are your hosts of. We're your hosts of. And we're the host of. Living Millennial. Living Millennial. Living Millennial. A podcast where you'll be hearing three different perspectives and emerging stories from three different millennials on everyday life and trending topics. Hey, y'all. Welcome to our first episode of Living Millennial. I am Brittany. And I'm Andisa. And we want y'all to get to know us. So let's dive in. Mandisa, how you doing today, my love? I'm good. Got first rehearsal tomorrow, so always, always fun, always fun. So let's, like you said, let's dive in. Yeah. Who were you as a kid growing up? <laughs> um, I was. So I'm the youngest of three. Um, and my. My older sister wasn't always the best role model. So in turn from that, I was a good kid. Like I was a good girl. I Total opposite of me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I followed most of the rules. I I don't remember at what age, but I figured, okay, I'll follow the rules until I can make them. Until I'm out of my parents' house and Mm. I'm in charge of me. Um, mm-hmm. I, even to this day, especially around older family members, I will slip into the role of peacemaker, um, and still not really cause a rise, uh, amongst family members. I was always pretty responsible. Um, like my parents could always count on me. I was never the kid who actually ate the cookie from the cookie jar. It's <laughs> always my sister, <laughs> but she lied. Why you look at me when you said that? Um, you looked me down in my eyes. Did you take the cookie? Girl, I, took all, I ate all the cookies. Oh, Girl, I'm listening. Cookies. I ate all the cookies. <laughs> um, and and actually, my name Mandisa means sweet. So mm. I feel like even to this day, I for the most part live up to <laughs> live up to that. Dulce. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, what about what about you? You said you were pretty much the opposite of me. Yeah, girl, I was a crazy kid. Ooh, tell I me. was a crazy, crazy kid. So let's start with this. Um, so my mom don't call me out later. Yes. I was um kicked out of three preschools. Boom. Okay. One elementary school. Yes. Um mm, basically kicked out of one junior high, but I was always the kid that was in trouble. Yeah. Um, I low-key had a problem with authority. Like, if you were an adult and you spoke to me, like, in a rude way. Yeah. Because the way my parents brought me up was, like, you have to give respect to get respect. Mm -hmm. So I took that to a whole nother level. I'm like, I don't care if I'm a kid. I'm a human. So you need to speak to me with a certain amount of respect. And I don't think a number of adults did. This is teachers. And even my parents at some point, like, I was, I gave my parents hell. But, um, yeah, I was definitely <laughs> the bad kid, had problem with authority. I was always in detention or suspended or something. Yeah. But I was, like, super into sports and, like, low-key, everybody loved me. Like, oh. I was still, like, the cool <laughs> kid, right? Like, yeah. I was still, but I was always in trouble. Teachers always knew about me. Principals always knew about me. Um, I was voted class count in high school, <laughs> <laughs> I, which was a shock to me. I didn't even know, like, people even... We're doing all that, but um, I was voted class clown in high school, so that says a lot. Yes. <laughs> um, but besides, like you know, my my rebellious parts, um, parts of myself, I was still just a. I feel like I was a dope kid. Like I 
most responsible when I needed to be for the most part. Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> My mom would probably say something different. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I was like, I, if I wasn't in trouble, I was the total opposite. I'm like a little sour patch. Like if I wasn't getting in trouble, I was like <laughs> trying to help everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, like <laughs> it was crazy. My parents probably didn't know who they were going to get when I woke up every day. So, um, and I bullied the bullies. Like I yeah. wasn't necessarily the kid who will start stuff, but like, and I ne- didn't necessarily have a lot of people who started things with me. Mm-hmm. But if I see you picking on somebody, I'm going to stand up for that one person. So a lot of the times I got in trouble and I was getting into with kids in class, it had a lot to do with them picking on other kids too. I feel like you had a, a profoundly deep understanding of <laughs> how, of, of like being a kid and sticking up for, like not, not a lot yeah. of kids actually do that. Like they say that, oh, that's what they want to see. Yeah. In, in other kids, but not a lot of kids actually do that. I never thought anything, I never thought twice about it. And even to this day, like I can find myself in situations like trying to stop people and like, save all these hoes. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. So, yeah. Would you say that you took on the role of protector? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wholeheartedly. I, and you know what's crazy? This is also why I, I got in trouble for a lot of reasons, but it's also why I got in <laughs> trouble. Um, what would happen, what started to happen, I think like maybe third grade, um, it probably happened before then, but um, I moved from. I went from one school to another uh-huh. in the middle of the school year. So it was like new kids, obviously right. all new kids. And I didn't, you know, I didn't even know I, like not one kid in class, but there was like a group of girls and we were friends like off and on. They, anyway, that's another story. But <laughs> um, what they would do though, was they would try, they would get every week or two, they would pick out one girl in class that they just did not like. Uh-huh. Right. And then knowing how crazy I was and like, I'm down to throw down at any, at any point. Right. Like on site is me like that. Yeah. That's me. Right. So what they did was they would get me to um, like pick on whoever they were picking on. Right. That week. But they would make me take it for, well, I'm not gonna say they would make me, but I would take it further. Yeah. Um, and they were like, I would let them like push me into girl. Remember ever you ever seen that happen? Like you're in line in the bathroom, you know people don't like each other in the line, and you push your friend into that one girl, like right. to get them to fight and stuff. So stuff like that would happen all the time. And I think eventually I was like, Okay, y'all, calm down. Y'all picking out all these random ass people. Yeah. I'm the one getting in trouble. Like While y'all chill out. This. Right. Like well, I'm over I'm here thinking my- I'm protecting y'all. Yeah. And y'all putting on a show. Y'all putting on a show. Ooh. girl but that's okay but i have i've changed yes yes somewhat i have changed um but so back to you so um so you told us who you were growing up basically yes. right or kind of like who you are because you was damn sure that you're still sweet um <laughs> and i cannot argue with that i can't oh. argue with that um, <laughs> i'm blushing <laughs> Um, but so what experiences have you had, um, that, you know, maybe impacted how you operate today? There's two that come to mind. Um, when I, when I think of that one is, um, and this was a, a pretty prevalent thing growing up when, cause we only had one TV in our house 
Um, and so basically whatever my dad flipped the channel to was what we were watching. <laughs> so, um, when, when commercials would come on or even if it was the news that would come on and, and you see the reporters, uh, my dad was always pointing out how people of color, especially black people were represented in a commercial or on the news or on a, on any particular TV show that we're watching. And so to this day, every billboard I look at, every commercial, mm. every ad that I see, the first thing that pops into my head is... Where are black people at? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we at? <laughs> Where are black folks? And okay. if we are there, are we front and center? Are we smaller and mm. in the back of this? Is there a black woman in there with, does does she, is she wearing her hair natural? Is her hair straightened? Mm. Is she, what's her, what's her skin tone like? And then colorism is a whole different thing, Um, a a whole nother conversation. But is this a light skinned black woman with light eyes? Like if you were to turn your head for a second right quick, like would you mistake the fact that she's actually not black like would you just be like oh great another person Mm. um so noting how black people black women and in general people of color how we are represented not represented and misrepresented Mm. um in the media what kind of public jobs we have like how many i mean it's the number has grown now but Growing up, I didn't see many black news anchors or, or reporters mm-hmm. yeah. or meteorologists. I don't, I don't want to say weatherman because, you know, weather people. <laughs> um, but to not see someone who looks like me a lot in mm-hmm. the media or in commercials or whatever, that that's always in the forefront of my brain when I look at mm. um, when I look at those things or when I walk into a room, into a rehearsal room at work and I immediately take note of okay how many people in this cast are of color who else on this team might have a shared experience with me Mm. who in like who who in this room who in this process can I relate to that we're going to be together for like three months at a time yeah making work making making magic who is on my side in this Mm. who do I have as an ally yeah um, so that's one thing, which let me just say really yeah. quickly, I think it's awesome that you called that out because I think a lot of us make note of that without even knowing we do it unconsciously. Yeah. And so the fact that you just like express that and make note of that, I think that's, that's super, super important because I can't tell you how many people like I've had conversations with and, you know, and they tell about, they give a certain story and we will legit ask that question. You know how you know how we do. <laughs> we'll ask the question like, were they white? Yeah. Right. Right. Were they white? Was it was this a white lady? Yeah. She did that. Right. She did. She did. was it, it was a room full of white people. It like it, you know, so <laughs> and then we obviously have to say we yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like reluctant like but sometimes it's real like we super reluctant. We don't want to say yeah, but yeah. We say yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um <laughs> go ahead. Uh 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 the other thing, um that that kind of um, changed how I how I operate with with family and and, and my my take on on life now is um, 
being being the good kid, also trying to balance out my sister getting in trouble. And I'm like, I don't want to be that burden on my family. I want Brittany. Not wanting to to add that extra uh, extra burden or, or weight to my family. Um I for a long time, this took me, I think, into college to to start to break from this was I would do things or um, maybe present things. Not not I wasn't a, I wasn't a liar as a kid, but present things <laughs> to to my parents um, in a way that was pleasing to them. Mm. Um, like like one thing in college, I this was towards the end. And I think maybe going into my, my last year, my senior year, uh, I, with my then boyfriend, leased uh, a house. We were, we were renting a house and I didn't tell, I didn't tell my mom until years later that <gasps> my name was also on that lease. Oh. I was like, I'm helping him look for an apartment. And so like, I'll be there frequently. Oh, oh, so not only did she, so she didn't even know you were living with him too? Yeah, like. Does she know now? She know now. Yes, yes, yes. I can't clean. Hi, mom. (laughs) It was close to campus, so like that worked out. Because I was supposed to be staying on campus, and I love I did have a room, but like I wasn't there much. Mm-hmm. I I had my car with me then, so I was like, bye. Um, but yeah, like my name to this day, actually, I never take. I should do that because I don't live in that city anymore. We should talk about that anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm like, what, I got what somebody you to call. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I was like. No, I, I can't say this because in, in fear of the judgment that they would have on my life choices or whatever my thought process was at the time. Are you sure you weren't thinking like, I'm grown, I got to tell them nothing? I, I think I'm more like that now. <laughs> like there's some things okay. where I'm like, yes, I did that. Or yes, I do that. And I'm mm. not. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like. I, you don't need to know because it's none of your business or like, I'm I'm over here living my life and this doesn't impact you. I'm good. Like I'm still responsible and you know, I follow what rules I want to these Mm. days. Um, See, I'm still the opposite of that now because I'm like, oh, my mama asked me anything. I'm like, (laughs) and you spill it. Yeah. If I'm not expecting it. Yeah. Then I I can't lie. Well, I can't lie anyway, but if I'm expecting it, I can like circle around it like a politician. I could be like, or I can try to dodge it. Yeah. Um, With my dad, mostly my mom will always find a way to try to get back to it or she'll like, she'll be like, "Mm -hmm," and let me go. (laughs) Um, Cause she probably knows the answer, but if I'm not expecting it, I cannot lie. And I will probably answer before I even think about um anything else yeah that's bad yeah girl they but get girl. you they get man you that's because my mom is just she's the best like you just can't lie to that sweet little angel yeah yeah oh, i know i love my mom yes even awesome. though she just uh threatened to uh punch my lights out today i low-key might have heard that what i know <laughs> you heard <laughs> i was like i was 
like, uh, <laughs> and she gave me the edited version. She said too, because she was like, oh, yeah, all right, yes. But okay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But um, oh no, you're good, you're good. But but that all in turn has, and especially as I grow as a woman, um, grow personally in my field, uh, uh, and in life, it in turn has made me, um really take to heart speaking my truth and mm. what that means to me in every situation that I can um, do so. Sometimes something may pop up and you're like, ooh, and it'll take me a minute. To- <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> it, it, it might take me a minute to, to find my words. Words are kind of hard for me. Um, like mm. if I could interpret dance my way through life, I might <laughs> take that up. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. Um, I understand it. That's yes, all that matter. <laughs> it's great. Thank you for translating. Um, but but speaking my truth and choosing to engage or not engage in certain things and protecting my energy um, yes. from certain conversations or subjects or people that I'm like, this is not worth my time. I will not engage. Ghost. Douches. Yeah. We'll be talking about ghosting. Yes. One of these days. It's a great hobby. No, I'm sorry. Sitting across <laughs> from the queen of <laughs> ghosting. Yes. That's what I do. They need an emoji with like a ghost and a crown. <laughs> to the suicide. <laughs> Dear Emma. <laughs> what a peace sign. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, I could dig it. Protecting your energy. I feel like that's dope. That's something that I have definitely learned over the years. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've I've always done it. Um, but to be able to articulate that and be like, no, I'm protecting my energy. Like almost like Maxine Waters reclaiming her time. Like, oh, yes. hey, you want to go out tonight? No, I'm protecting my energy. <laughs> <laughs> I got the sage burning. I don't need you. Yes. Um, <laughs> but so that's, I mean, that's super interesting. You really are legit like the opposite of me. <laughs> that's so funny. Which is crazy. Peanut butter and jelly. Legit. And I think that's why, like, we click so much. Like, there are some things that we do see eye to eye on, but, like, you legit are the opposite <laughs> because. But there is one thing that you said that made sense to me because. So, I'm the youngest. Yes. There's only two of us, but I'm I'm the baby. I, I claim to be the baby all the time. <laughs> I'm the favorite. Um, and... <laughs> And one thing that you said was like, you know, it was almost like you learned from your sister's mistakes, basically. Right. And I feel like I was kind of doing the same, but she was definitely doing the same with me. Oh, I see. Since I was like the troublemaker, I was the one I was talking back. I was the one like just off the wall type of stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But there were some things that I learned. There were some things she would either get caught doing or get in trouble for whatever. And it was basically the same. I feel like that you know, could probably be the same relationship with any siblings unless somebody popped out kids that ain't nobody learning nothing. You know what I'm saying? But, um, but I feel like she, you are definitely more like my sister because as she's sitting here with glasses, wearing glasses like my sister does. (laughs) Um, I can't see. (laughs) (laughs) We are are blind, but, um, I feel like that's definitely, um, where you guys are the same, um, because, I that would be sad. I would probably be getting my ass the whoops girl. She would just close the door. I'm like I don't even want to hear it. Yeah, like mm, sorry. Um, and I feel like that put a strain in our relationship growing up. But now, like especially since my nephew's here, 
Um, my attitude towards her has changed. I'm so appreciative that she brought like my favorite person on this earth, right? Um, and especially since a lot of the conversations are about him. Yeah. And just how perfect he is. He's so um, cute. I know he's the best. <laughs> he's oh, he's my baby. But um, but definitely um speaking of of Michael, mm-hmm. um, my nephew, his his being born like completely changed me. Yeah. Like I feel like a lot of things that I was getting in trouble for were just not worth it. Like I like immediately I felt like I or I knew that I had to set a great example for this kid. Mm. And immediately I knew that I had to work so hard to make sure that he was good. Yeah. Um and immediately I had to think more about the future and not just what's happening in that moment, right? Like think uh-huh. about okay, if I say this, if it if I say this one negative thing to this one person who probably deserves me to say some negative shit to them, <laughs> um, what will be the real impact? We going we going to fight. Right, right. First of all, and I'm going to go to jail. Second of all, and I can't see my nephew. Third of all, so actually, all of them are equally. <laughs> you like no, no, <laughs> everything like, no, they're, they're <laughs> So him, thinking about him was always thinking about him and the impact of my actions on him was always, um, not well. Once he was born, I was always a, a um, something that was on my mind, um, and then pairing that with. Um, college. Yeah, college was interesting. So we will definitely talk about our college experiences down the line. For sure. Um, but there was one. There was a few experiences, but there was one experience in particular that really um, changed my way of thinking of when it comes to other people mm-hmm. and how I react to other people, specifically people who are not of the same culture yes. as myself. <laughs> Um, cause I don't necessarily like to say race because there's only one race, the human race, right? We've all heard that. But, um, so people who are not black or who are unaware of the black experience, um, in its entirety, even, you know, half of it. Um, <laughs> um, so my way of re- my way of reacting to them was a lot different because in high school, I come across a lot of people who ask a lot of questions, crazy questions. One girl in particular who um, was on my basketball team, she was a year under me. And one day I was in, um, <laughs> one day um, I was, you know, in school like everybody else. And yeah. uh, the whole time I've known her for probably the couple weeks that we were practicing, um, you know, I just had my, my hair out. Right. And right. at that time I'm, it's permed or short. It's probably in a ponytail or half ponytail or anything, you know, something the like that. The half ponytail. Yeah. Yes. Which all these bras trying to bring it back, but right. and it's like we've been weird, did that. Like, yeah. Trying to like make baby hair. is like, stop okay, it. You can stop now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, and then, um, so I'm, the whole time I've known her, I've had, you know, basically just my hair is out. And then basketball season started. So I had to get braided up. Right. And I remember seeing this girl and she literally is looking at me with like the biggest eyes. She's super stuck. Like she's seen a ghost. And she goes, how did your hair grow so fast? Oh. Oh. And at that time, Brittany, at that time, 
was like, are you stupid? Yeah. And walked away laughing. Right? Like, obviously, ha- like, what? Ha- what? What? If we could all grow our hair this, like, what? Right. Ha- Right, 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 right. So, so my reaction to comments like that and even certain prejudice, um, things that are just plainly ignorant and even just fall out racism. Like I've of course had my, um, experience with fall out racism. My reaction to that will always be super aggressive, right? Like what the fuck? And then of course everyone else's response to my aggressive reaction was, oh, like, ooh, don't go all mad black woman on me. And then, oh, you know, man. anything that I would have to say of value was not impacted on them, right? So my last year of college, actually, it was in um, a, a diversity communication class. And mm-hmm. it was my favorite professor's class. And we happened to, we had our last group project. And each group worked on a different culture. Uh-huh. And this is dicey already. <laughs> and I think there was about five of us in a group. Um, I'm gonna let you guess what culture my group worked on. African American. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna let you guess how many black people were actually in the group. It was a group of five. It's a group of five. And you were in this group, so I'm gonna go with one. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 <laughs> all right winner winner chicken dinner um you are correct so what i learned i'm not gonna go into great detail but what i learned <laughs> from that um group project um and some of the questions that were asked of me um was that you know not everybody learns uh about black history the same way that i did right not everybody learns about black history the same that um a lot of Black kids will learn in majority Black schools. Um, So those questions can be, can be legitimate questions that they genuinely do not know. Right. Um, It sounds weird to us. Um, It sounds rude to us. It sounds prejudiced to us. Um, But they, they are legitimate questions. Um, when we talked about, I, I told them, I said, Hey, like, you know, research Frederick Douglass and Phyllis Wheatley. They didn't know who those people were. Not even Frederick. Not even Frederick Douglass. I was floored. Oh, wow. I was floored. Which, I was sorry. His biography it, or the narrative, what is it? The narrative. It's in another box. Uh, the narrative of Frederick Douglass. It's not, yeah. even, it's a great book. If I'm sure you have. <laughs> I have, have I? I don't think I have. If I have, if I have, I probably need to read it again because I cannot think of what's what right now. But, um, but yeah, like the fact that they didn't know who those people were. Um, and then I started reading up more over the years and, um, and just to hear like how, how hard of a fight it is for, um, scholars to get real black history in textbooks. Yes. Right. And like how like it's like they're button heads over this type of stuff over these things. So yeah. it really hit me like how real it is that we all learn differently. And um I also have to be very mindful of how I respond to other folks. Right. Mm-hmm. Like so in, ter- in instead of being 
super angry at certain comments or um, or even certain questions, no matter who's asking it, no matter who's saying what, um, my response is much different than it was when I was younger. Yeah. I would just react and not think about it. I'm an Aries, so I can anything come out of my mouth and I'm aware of what's going to come out of my <laughs> mouth and I'm well aware of how it can ruin your life. Oh, yes. So now I've become very selective. Mm-hmm on who's who's worth spending that type of energy for because I legit can ruin your life and walk away and I think twice about it right yeah um but I'm so much I'm much more of a positive person now than I've ever been mm-hmm. I always think about okay what's like what's the good in this what's the good in that what's you know what's the good in this person what's the good in that person instead of you know just saying negative things and saying crazy stuff just to say it yeah. Or just to get a laugh. I never understood that. Um, so, and yeah, my nephew plays a huge part in that too. Like my precious little baby. Mm-hmm. Cause he, I'm sure he thinks about me like this woman is crazy, <laughs> but she's on to something. Yeah. Right. He's probably like, Oh, I need to think about what she, this crazy lady Kids got to know. say. They know, they know what's up, but yeah. But overall it's just, you know, how I respond to folks. Um, is is has been the main thing that's changed and moving to California has been a big part of that as well. Yeah. Um From I'm much more Cheryl. Shot town. So the Chicago uh mentality versus the Cali, specifically the San Diego, the SoCal mentality, oh, yeah, is mad different. Yeah. It's so different. Like it's hard enough to get people to understand me when I say pop. Right, right. right <laughs> instead right. of soda. But yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't drink pop. It goes and like this is like soda. <laughs> it goes pop. Oh, yeah, I was talking about the it bubbles. It's the pop. Yeah, it goes pop. You're smart. Like it doesn't go soda. <laughs> you open the can, it goes boop. Not soda. Yeah, girl. <laughs> but I try to tell people all the time. But that's you know. But that's um. Those are things that's happened to me. Um, that's definitely changed my life and changed my attitude, um, about just about life in general. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always thinking about, okay, if I, if I do this, then what is this going to be positive? Is this going to be negative? Like, and nine times out of 10 now I'm going to go, I'm going to choose a more positive route. Right. Right. So. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. That's me. All right, friends. That's our show. Tune in next time. Living Millennial. Hey, more to come. More, more, more to come. We are living millennial. Be sure to subscribe to our show. Follow us on IG and tell us what you think.